Hello and welcome. This is Self-Control, how to build a better life. The podcast that inspires you to take control of your mind, take control of your mindset, and go forward to build a life that you want to live. My name is Patrick Strevens. This podcast is something of a journey for me. It's uh, chronicling uh, the steps I've taken towards peace of mind, if such a thing is possible. And I hope, I hope, I hope that it can be a part of yours as well. Uh, I'm honored, I'm humbled if you're listening and if you're making it a part of your self-improvement journey. You know, <laughs> I it's funny because I sit here and talk about all these things and I'm, I'm talking to you, but I'm also talking to myself, to my future and past self. And uh, I would love to, I would love to hear from you, you know, if you are making this a part of your self-improvement journey, you know, uh, reach out on the Instagram page. It's not very active, uh, but it will be into the new year. Find us on Instagram, self-control podcast. And I would love to start a real dialogue with the things that we can do to build a better life. We're in a place and a time of great, great disconnect. You know, um, at least social media, for instance, and, and the news media generally would have us believe that there's a lot to be afraid of and there's enemies with you know among us. So I'd like to maybe instead start a community based around people that are putting themselves first and and building toward better. I guess this episode is kind of a follow-up to one I did a little while ago about time management. Um, I felt like, well, A, I felt like a bit of a fraud because I <laughs> I recorded that episode on a Sunday night when I would normally be doing my, my, my weekly scheduling. So I didn't even do it that week. So I, I sat and talked about why you should schedule your week and then I didn't even do it. And I actually haven't done it <laughs> in the week or two since then. So what? why would you listen to me? But Allow me to clear the air and to make my case uh, here. <laughs> I spoke about time management and scheduling in a previous episode, but I, I wanted to return to those ideas and make uh, a more fundamental point, let's say. Um, I, I really, really do believe that scheduling our time uh, is an invitation uh, to take control of ourselves, right? It's, a, it's an invitation or an act of self-control. Uh, you know, and there's, of course, there's plenty of things that we, that we do for others, um, that we make time for, right? Like we go visit grandma in the old folks home. We go for dinner, uh, at the in-laws, you know, we pick the kids up from school. We, we work 40, 70, 80, 200 hours a week. Um, of course we do those things out of necessity and we, we do those things perhaps despite not wanting to, but even given that, even even if the majority of our time is spent doing things we feel out of duty or necessity, I really do believe that writing them down, scheduling them, making time for them, following through, and then giving yourself some praise for actually having done them will go a long way. So I wanted to make that point super clear. Of course, much of our time is in some ways already spoken for. But I still think that when it comes to time management, when it comes to like sitting down and scheduling your day and your week, including the things that you know you have to do anyway, is still very, very important. And then 
because you know you're going to follow through on them. And then when you take that retrospective glance, and that would be through journaling, you can say, look at all the things that I've done. I said I would do it, I had to do it, and I did it. You know, so if you yourself are experiencing some sense of shame in your life for whatever the reason, or if you're going through something of a a crisis of meaning or a crisis of uncertainty, if you're not sure, uh, let's say, who you are or who you want to be, or if you're, again, if you're ashamed of the things that maybe have gotten you to the point you're in, uh, maybe it's time to start with some really small wins. Because the small wins will compound. Why not at least be the guy or gal or, or whoever that says, here's what I'm going to do, and then does it. Like Even if it's like, truly, get up, go for a walk, have a shower, and go to work. Write all that down, and then check it off once you've done it. And then come back that night and say, there's four or five things I said I was going to do and I did them. I'm someone who does what he says or she says or they say what I'm going to do. It It only takes a few hours out of your month to schedule your week and to schedule your day. And I would invite you to sit down and enjoy the fact that you're making time for yourself. There's something very healing I've actually found, very soothing about mindfully being in the present, right? Seated where you like to sit, got your notebook, your pen, you're grounded in the present. And, and simultaneously, you're projecting into the future. Once you get into a rhythm of that, of living in the present, while also projecting into the future, and then, like I said, making time for that retrospect where you're looking into the past and saying, these are the things I've done. Once you get into a rhythm of spreading yourself across temporal, um, across tenses, if you know what I mean, I'm, I'm presently deciding to do this. I'm saying, here's where I'm going to be in the future. And then looking back, once that time has passed and saying, I did it. Once you get into that rhythm of looking across time, you will gain momentum, no doubt. The universe, however it works, will reward that focus, will reward that. um, It's a process of selving, right? Of becoming yourself, right? I'm me now. I know who I'm going to be in the future to some extent. And I look back and say, that's who I was. And I did what I said I would do. Once you're into this process of selving, of becoming, the universe loves that. I'm not really sure why. But you will, you will be rewarded with, well, who knows exactly what your reward will be. I've found that my reward has become an increase in self-love. And I think that self-love comes from this increase in self-reliance. I know I'm going to sit down and plan my week for the most part. Apparently I take some weeks off. (laughs) And that's worth saying is you have to give yourself some grace. You won't be able to do it every week. You won't be able to do it every day. 
you get into a rhythm of that, or as I have gotten into a rhythm of that, I found a deep sense of satisfaction, an increased and improved sense of self-reliance, and that has blossomed into a growing self-love. And if all of those sound like uh, woo-woo words, I would ask you, first of all, if you yourself are someone you love, why or why not? And are you treating yourself like someone you love? And if not, are you someone that you can even rely on to do the right thing, to do the thing you ought to do 50% of the time? Like These are questions that have come up through my self-exploration. And they're not always easy answers, but, but that's the question we need to ask, right? Do I love myself? Why or why not? Am I someone that I can rely on? Once you, once I began to work my way towards self-reliance, believing that I could do the right thing, believing that I could do what was best for me most of the time, self-love began to grow out of that. And the universe has rewarded me with some pretty awesome, um, some pretty awesome rewards. I get to spend a lot of my time as I want to. The work that I do, the labor that I do, I enjoy it. And I'm physically fairly healthy. So I think that's what I really wanted to say in that in that episode beforehand, and I'll, I'll say it now. If you're struggling with not getting enough done, you know, if you have that, if it's that old thing, I don't have time for that, and yet I still haven't accomplished it, the things that I want to. You're struggling with not getting enough done. You're struggling with feeling unaccomplished. You're struggling with feeling overwhelmed. Perhaps you, <laughs> perhaps you're feeling spread thin. Like not enough butter on too much toast, as my good friend says. You know, if if you're coming into a crisis of, you know, crisis might be too strong a word. I'm not sure that this podcast could help in time of a crisis. But if you're coming to a place where you're really seriously wondering, why am I not doing the things I want to do? I believe a better life is possible for myself, but what is it that's holding me back? I would argue that perhaps you are what's holding you back. Now, again, a lot of people out there very, very traumatized, addicted, low income, beholden to others. You know, they've got kids, they've got dependents. There's a swath of the population that I can't pretend to understand. And it would be foolish of me as the voice on the podcast to tell you, well, just schedule your life and you'll be all right. I guess what I would say is if you are really deeply in the hole, what we could say, at least in this episode, is try and start with some small wins. At least if 100% of your time is spoken for, if you have trouble even getting out of bed, if you are injured, if you are addicted, Write down one thing that you could do. Do your best to try and do it. And then check it off and say, hey, I said I was going to do it and I did it. 
But I do think that this podcast is probably somewhat more tailored towards people who um, do have a certain baseline and a certain, um, you know, a certain amount of of self reliance, of self sustainability, of of comfort in life. Um, now, if that doesn't describe you, if you are someone who's more destitute and more down and out, and you're listening, I'm really appreciative of that. I hope that there's things that I say that you might be able to put. Uh, to use in your own life, but I think it all comes, it has to come from the self. Even if you have been put somewhere, if you've been against your will, um, shipwrecked, so to speak, it would have to start with the small wins. You would have to take accountability, you would have to take responsibility, and you would have to move forward from a place of wanting to develop self-love and self-reliance. But again, I'm no psychologist. I'm not a doctor. And I really want to make sure I'm I'm speaking to the folks who... Um, well, I'm, I'm talking to myself, first and foremost. Whoever you are, whatever your situation is, I hope that there's things that you can put into practice that I say um, on these episodes. So again, what I really wanted to say was that if you're struggling, you're not getting enough done, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling spread thin, you know, you're not sure what it is you ought to be doing, that's a different problem perhaps, but if you're not sure if you're not sure what it is that's holding you back from living a better life, I would say that for the most part it's probably you. So self-control, taking active command over the parts of your life that you can control, that you can dictate. That's the start. You can at least have that. Even if most of your time is spoken for, right? You can at least have that to yourself. You're saying, you can sit and you can say, well, here's all the things that I need to do. Here's all the things that I want to do. And I'm going to work on doing them. Of course, you have to be reasonable about how much you can do in a one day, one week, one month period. But you got to start there. At least that's what I had to do. And you know, for me, the time management, it grew organically. And I would encourage you to to try and foster that yourself, right? Like the way you sit down and schedule your week today is not the way you're going to be doing it in three years, right? But, But start, get a system together, sit down, however you want to divide up your page. I think I did a decent job of talking about that in the last episode. However you want to divide up your page, the colors you want to use so that you can see what sorts of, what areas of your life that your time is going to, all those sorts of things. Start, just start and let it grow. Let it evolve. You are now, because that's what this whole thing is about. You are now taking control in building your life. So self-control, taking an active command over the parts of your life that you can dictate, that's a start. You can have that all to yourself. Even with the things that are external to you, the things that you do out of necessity, right? Work, family time, of course, going to the doctor, you know, all these things that we have to do, taking the car into the shop. You can choose to say, I know I need to do those things. I need to balance those things with with time for me, exercise, meditating, visiting friends, socializing, your hobbies, whatever those things are. Maybe you want to do some research on the stock market, 
get your finances in order, whatever that is. You balance those things and you say, look, I'm choosing to do those things. Yes, I signed a contract that said I would be at work nine to five, Monday to Friday. Yes, my kids obviously have to get out of bed, dressed, fed, off to school. Yes, we need to go see grandma in the old folks home or she's going to forget who we are. You're still choosing, right? This is the fundamental thing. Don't see it as being dictated to you. See it as you choosing to live the life you need to live now so that maybe you can live the life you want to live later. You begin then to see all there is to you. All the things that you can do. And that's where that self-reliance comes. And again, physically sitting down with a notebook, pens, highlighters, forecast that week. Where do you need to be? What do you need to do? And make it easy if you have to. Every morning I'm going to get up. Check. There's one win. And if, hey, if you don't get up one morning, all these problems no longer matter. I'm going to get up. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to do a little bit of tidying up every day. A little bit of work on the house every day. A little bit of exercise every day. I'm going to get to work on time. All those things are easy wins that you can check off. Right? Like the, the idea of the weekly plan is not to be in any way combative with yourself. It's just to tell yourself, hey man, here's the, th- here's the things we have to do. We know we're going to do them. We know we sure should do them. So just to see it there, just to see it there, to see that map of where you're going and being able to check off all that you've done. It's a form of self-love, isn't it? It's a form of, of self, of dialoguing with the self. It's a form of what I would say, growing yourself, becoming yourself, learning to, to trust and love yourself because you're operating within your consciousness across time. Because so much of anxiety comes from, well, I don't know what, what to do. I don't know where I'm going to be. I don't know, you know, I don't know what these problems are that I have. It's like, well, okay. And you may never fully, but at least the big dreaded uh, abyss of the, the coming week can now at least we can shine a lot of light into that. You know, and I've started recently now, as recently as just today, <laughs> um, planning my day, right? Like, you know, the day can get away from us, can it? And uh, if you're someone that works a nine to five, maybe it's easier just to say, well, I'm going to get up. I'm going to get to work on time. I'm going to be at work. Now, I, I would say, depending what your job is, it might even be useful to schedule what it is you're going to do at work and then, and then schedule your evening. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be like you write a, a thousand or a thousand words or you, or you write a whole page. Like it can be, it can be like three or four lines on a page, right? Get up 6 a.m., walk, get to work by nine. And then whatever your work duties are, that's eight hours. You can just sketch them out or you don't have to. And then 5 p.m., commute home, dinner, family time, sleep. Like it's not rocket science, but what I've found is that by simply just showing yourself where you're going to be, going there, 
and then looking back and saying, I was there like I said I was going to be. That's where the self-reliance begins. On a week view, on a day view, you can start to build a relationship with yourself. And like I said, if you get into a regular rhythm with a pretty good completion rate, and then you take the time to look back and say, I did it, again, self-reliance and self-love. And more importantly, the broader view now of your future starts to open up because you can say, well, if I can knock out a week like that, I could probably knock out two weeks like that. And if I'm making time to do the right things, and again, that's a harder thing for me to speak on, but for you personally, you can start to see, well, geez, if I could have, I could have a string of like four to six good weeks, man, think about that. If I can make time to exercise four days a week for six weeks in a row, think about who I could be in six weeks. And then it's like, well, think who I could be in a year. If I'm routinely and rhythmically doing the things I need to do. You know, if it's like, well, I, I need to make more time for my family. Or I need to make more time to build my business. Schedule it in. And then you find the rhythm. You find the amount that you can give. And now you can say, wow, if I could just give that over the course of a year. And you can. You start with those small, small, small infinitesimal goals. Literally, get up and get out of bed. You start that now and you start believing in yourself. Suddenly the future looks a lot brighter because you're someone that does what they say they're going to do. And you're someone that wants to love themselves, that wants to control themselves, that can rely on themselves. And I dare say at that point, anything is possible. That's what I'm working on. So I hope this cleared some stuff up. I hope I made a fundamental point there as I said I would. You can learn to love yourself. You can learn to rely on yourself. And you can learn. You can see a bright, beautiful future for yourself if you take the time to schedule your time. Again, I appreciate those of you that are listening. I'm looking forward to talking with some of the listeners as as that listener base grows. If you enjoyed this, if you're enjoying the show, please, please pass it along to someone who you think might enjoy it. If you have time, uh, please leave a review or a rating uh, on the platform of your choice. And we're going to rock and roll into the new year. Just yesterday, I booked three really exciting uh, guest interview episodes that'll start rolling out in January. Uh, some people who, well, one of them I know very well, and then two of them um, I, I know a little bit, and they just they have so much wisdom and so much insight on mindfulness, uh, on what it means to be human, on uh, what it means to forgive, you know, so some really important topics as far as um, building a life that we want to live and uh, sometimes asking those hard questions and taking on those responsibilities and accountabilities and um, knowing that, again, the brighter future lies quite often through the door we don't want to open. Happy holidays. Thank you for listening. This is uh, something of a brand new podcast with a, you know, with a mission, right? And uh, I hope it helps if such a thing were possible. I'm not huge on believing that you can help others, uh, but I'm still going to try. 
And uh, if in the course of things I help myself, I guess that's all I could ever have wanted. But it seems like a few of you are listening so far, and I, I do do really appreciate that. So please, until I speak with you again, always remember that better is possible.